you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? Um... Pretty productive. Oh, we had homework to follow up on. Mm-hmm. I definitely got a lot more into my routines. This weekend was very refreshing for me. Mm-hmm. I did some cleaning and just home refresh, but I also um, just generally enjoyed what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Even just like the shows I was watching. Had a spa day yesterday and mm-hmm. gave myself a manicure, pedicure, facial. And I don't know, I just feel, I feel good. Granted, I have been drinking. <laughs> but I think even prior to me drinking mm-hmm. and maybe having a cookie, um, I was feeling good. Mm-hmm. Good, good. That's definitely a turnaround from last week. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. Very much so. Um, so, similarly, I got back... I tr- as much as I could into my routine, which helped a lot with me actually getting stuff done this week. Um, work was still obnoxiously busy, but it seems like this coming week that'll be better. So I think I'm good. I'm not as tired and worn out as I felt last week. I do feel better, um, and I think I'm getting back to some kind of um, routine to keep me productive and satisfied so that's how i'm feeling what's Ooh. happening in media um oh no oh my god Psych. so some people got babies i was just looking mm-hmm. and um Nicki minaj had her, her son mm-hmm. so it's a, it's a boy mm-hmm. and a boy hasn't released a name and, you know, I think when you want children, you desire them, congratulations. Yep. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it's, um, uh, having babies is hard. Mm-hmm. What I've seen and read, it's mm-hmm. not an easy thing. Right. So, and also Emily B. Mm-hmm. They had a, a daughter. So, you know. Congrats. Congrats. Mm-hmm. I don't really have that much. You know, it's a lot going on. The election's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of yeah, we're about two weeks away at this point. Yeah, we got a lot going on with the election once again. I've already voted. I've already mm-hmm. cast my ballot, mm-hmm. and I encourage those who are interested in voting and want to. And I know I, we have responsible, thoughtful people who want to make voting. Maybe I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> That you take advantage of this early voting or Dropbox thing is just mm-hmm. easy peasy. You don't have to worry about it, and it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is going on? Uh, what y'all think is going on? Oh my god! Side. <laughs> so, last thing I want to talk about is this. So, Cardi B and Austin are back together. Right now, I'm gonna bring them up for two reasons. One, there's something that I like about her honesty mm-hmm. where she basically said look um we got married young we just as dysfunctional as y'all we mm-hmm. just in the public now is that a good thing no right but 
it's very true. Mm-hmm. And so as many people I saw had such a negative comment for I'm like, y'all, you ain't naming no dude you been with that. I, but I still, to this day, and I've said this about Cardi before, I wish she felt like she didn't have to answer everybody because, Correct. like, when people were saying that they felt like maybe her relationship was a little bit manipulative and abusive, she responded to people like, I'm the one that hit him. And it's like, ooh, ooh, no, girl, wait a right. minute. Because that's like, not right. okay. And like, she talks about her, like, you know, she's like, she's a crazy bitch. And I don't like, and it's like, that's no, not I, good, girl. No, you, that don't make you me know. feel no better about your relationship. But the whole point is, it's like, I do think it comes to, and this is the second part of like, why I bring it up. I'll never understand. You know, we, we do talk about pop culture moments and things on the show. Mm-hmm. We're a show. This mm-hmm. is not things we do on a regular, we don't, Right. We don't engage yeah. outside of reading things. Yeah. Um, and also in this forum, I wouldn't be talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the entitlement that some fans get to peer into artists that support live, sometimes it feels weird mm-hmm. at the limps or the why they feel like they should have access. Yeah. And I feel like a big part of it has to just be social media because I can't remember me, even when I was a diehard fan of groups and stuff, me feeling like I needed to know what they were doing, but mm-hmm. I feel like that has to be social media mm-hmm. where they get little clips mm-hmm. or they get more posts or they get more interaction and now they feel like someone in the public eye, especially like a music artist, actor, whatever, where they feel like they now got to be reporting out every mm-hmm. single thing all the time. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's weird. It is, but she just I just need her to keep her relationship details to herself. Because that's just going to bring further judgment uh, and people, you know, trying to correct right. what they got going on. Right. And trying to her what she be doing. Right. Because, I mean, it don't sound healthy, but... No, it don't. <laughs> now, I'm not... It, they're, they're not dynamic doesn't where you mm-hmm. feel like you could file and then two days later you take it back. Yeah. Y'all clearly working on some a certain level of energy yeah. that makes you go that far. And right. You know what I mean? Like to file, that's a big step. That costs money. And then to just renege on it. Two like, day, like two, three off. days later. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. It's my birthday. That's so So that does crazy. seem extreme. It yeah, does. That's very extreme. And hopefully extreme. they figure that out. Yeah. Um, But it's like, you spent money to prove a point for right. a moment. So I'm just like... But maybe I mean I don't know I don't I don't know if I can handle being a celebrity because people or in the public eye people are like really think they could just be saying anything mm-hmm. and how would I feel if I kept constantly seeing messages or people around me or being like ambushed by yeah. support I don't know how I would react could yeah. I be like a Beyonce who's like literally radio silent she mm-hmm. it don't matter what is going on. Mm-hmm. If she want to address it, it'll be her music, and that's if she wants to address it. Right. And, like, she's done. Yeah, yeah. But I know that's probably, that's not easy, and Beyonce's been in the game for years, mm-hmm. but I know that can't be easy to just, like, constantly read stuff, hear stuff. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't know if I can handle it. That's true. I could be be commenting back, F you! <laughs> or I would just be From blocking. From a fake account. Just be blocking it, right. Or yeah. I'd just be blocking everybody. Sure. Or I would just like turn your comments off, girl. Have some peace, right? For like, your own um, self care. Amanda Seals, like only people that I think she follows can actually comment. For your own self care, Cardi B, I encourage you take yeah. your comments off so you can post whatever, do whatever. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody in your de- like shut it all down and, and 
and have your own peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's just my two cents. Mm-hmm. You know what's weird? When I sing like that, it's always that same, mm-hmm. why do you think that is? No clue. Why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Any, why do I sing in that, like... No clue. Any TV stuff? You just trying to keep us going? I am. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, Housewives of Potomac. Mm-hmm. They typically like when I'm free. Why are you taking my, you know... I'm not. You're keeping us on a schedule. I feel like I gotta hurry up. Do you have somewhere to be? No, what the heck? I'm here at this time every Sunday. Right, but I feel like you like, all right, back on schedule. Okay, Shanae. No? I You're drunk in other things and I'm not, so you feeling one way and I'm just feeling normal. So that's probably why you feel like I'm doing something that I'm not. You no. told them already that I you said was... I've had a couple sips. Oh, my God. Okay. My God. Anyway, House of the Potomac, last episode was more of a filler episode. <laughs> Not much went on. Mm-hmm. Um, Karen took uh, Ashley and Giselle home to, like, her hometown. Mm-hmm. Karen is really my favorite housewife on the show. Um, she has the best commentary to me. Mm-hmm. And even in this episode... I just feel like I just don't, I just don't really care for Giselle and how she is on this show. In my mind, she's probably not this bad. I personally think some of it is for the show. Like, Mm -hmm. I think, I hate this, but because reality TV has happened for so long, Mm -hmm. it does become a strategy for people, and Mm -hmm. it's not as real, and we know it. Yeah. But it truly becomes a strategy more than them actual selves. So... Do I even think she's this bad in, like, real life? I don't. I actually really do think she's think she playing, playing her up. role. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't speak on her fashions. I actually think that's just what she likes. <laughs> but um, behavior-wise, I just feel like she just is so extra in a way where it's, like, to me, at least, it's not funny. It's not, like, she always gives somebody backhand compliments. She can mm-hmm. never just chill out. Mm-hmm. Like, even I feel like some of the ladies are nicer in their commentary or... or or just saying whatever. She always got to do this backhanded moment. It's just mm. like, don't you be tired? Can you ever just be like nice for mm-hmm. a moment and actually make it believable? Mm-mm. I don't know. It was really a filler episode, so nothing really happened. I will say, looks like tonight's episode, um, we'll get into Candace actually pressing charges which we already knew that's the other thing everything is so public where you already knew the show doesn't have the mystery as it like it used used to to. we know that charges were filed we know they were dismissed but on the show we're seeing to where Candace got in a space where she wanted to file charges on Monique Mm -hmm. I do hope that the show will go into or even the reunion of what was the reason why what were the reasons for the dismissal Mm -hmm. I'm curious yeah but that was it Mm. I think the next show you guys will talk about, I'll talk about is Salt Lake City, and that starts next month. Gotcha. Okay. All the other shows, the only other Housewives shows is the OC, and I ain't watching them. <laughs> I ain't watching them bags. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Um, we had a question of the week. Um, have you ever accidentally sent a text complaining about someone to the exact person you were complaining about? If so, how did you recover? 
Um, we had one response that kind of called out their friend. Um, Seamarie1 underscore 6 said that Daniel 101, you've done this so many times. And so Daniel 101 said that at that point, you just got to finish clearing the air. Typically, don't they don't respond back, though. I feel like no one wanted to put themselves out there. Yeah. I've done it several times. (laughs) Really? I feel like I've only done one time that I can remember. I've done it a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And the way I play off, it's the same thing. I say, oh my God, that was for my friend. Sorry, my bad. Mm -hmm. And I'll go, well, what happened? Uh And then the one time someone was like, well, what happened? It was about them. And I was like, I literally concocted this whole small story. Than to just say, because they would kept wanting to know, like, yeah. well, who did, why you feel that way? Mm-hmm. It was like, because you did X, <laughs> Y, and Z. Right, yeah. But since I ain't going to go there. Because mm-hmm. my fake coworker did this, and that really upset me, and she liked this. Meanwhile, none of that happened. Right, 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 yeah. Because sometimes I'm thinking about the person, and I will go to that message and then type. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it in a while. I've gotten a lot more careful when I'm talking shish. Right. Way more careful. <laughs> right. So I don't be caught up, mm-hmm. especially when, especially when you're in a group chat with someone, mm-hmm. but you like, there's a, someone in the chat you privately chat with. Yes. 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 Those things can get you caught up. Right. You, you, you are not state. Yeah. extremely careful. That's so true. Yeah. With which chat you placing it yep, in. Yep. 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 So I like to slow down <laughs> and take my time yeah, before yeah. I, especially if you got nicknames for certain people, like, yeah, you be slipping up it gets real awkward real quick yeah i've only done it once and like in the text message i said the person's name who i sent it to oh so i just was like oh that was a typo i meant this person did they believe that yep they sure did (laughs) i feel like if i saw that i'd be like the whole name was a typo i feel like i mean they got a short name okay was the name similar no but they both got short, common names. So then maybe they... I don't know. Yeah. I think I would have been like, give you the side eye. Like, oh, really? <laughs> really? It's like, and these are not the names, but it's like if I texted Ashley and said Ashley, but I told them that I meant Jennifer. Nope. There ain't no way I would believe that. <laughs> there ain't no way I would believe that. I would have been like, so out of everything you typed, that was the wrong name. That's, they believed it. And they cracked up. They laughed. They believed it. And meanwhile, it was about them. It was about them. You know what? <laughs> Folks, let that be a lesson that we need to have ultimate self-awareness. Because I personally feel like I'd have been like, huh. <laughs> I just knew that's what was going to happen because it's like, clearly I'm talking about you. Because I would have been like, mm, really? They Someone believe. else's completely different name. <laughs> that was a typo. They believed it. Huh. No, that wouldn't have worked with me. <laughs> It worked, and I was like, "Whoa, that was real. dude." Yeah. Well, that's why. <laughs> Say less. Cause like, you know, women would believe that dumb old men would be like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> right." You told them. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Just laughing like, "Oh, yep. she roasted them." <laughs> right. That's exactly how it works. <sighs> yeah. So and then dumb. I went and texted the person that I meant to text about them. Like, yeah, about like that look is at what the school. I really meant to say. Right. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Like I meant to send you this, and then this happened. Simple, yep. simple creatures. That's true. That's true. Um, 
So we got to our topic fast, but so today, um, this week, if y'all didn't see, there was a clip from Fury. right of of yeah, it was a bunch of clips from the show, the podcast Dead Ass. Um, and what are their names? I think it's with Dead Ass of K and B or K and D. Oh my god, they have because they're influencers that are relatively well known. Yeah, um, I Kadeen realized that. and Deval Ka- Ellis. I did not know who they existed until really? I saw this clip. Truly. So, well, they are. They were on a season of Black Love. I've okay. seen them on a bunch of on social media a lot. They've been on. They've been guests on other podcasts. I listen okay. to. Okay, are they so, like the influencer families that be like YouTubing about themselves or no or yes? Just, okay, but um, they and as individuals aspire to be like actors, and they have been in a couple movies as like you know extras or cameos, not oh. big parts. Okay, but um, yeah. Yeah, so they kind of got popular off of making funny videos about themselves on Instagram. And I think at this point they probably do have a YouTube about their family. Um, But yeah, they're relatively popular. Typical IG celebrity track. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And so there was a clip about... um, From their latest episode, and there's some additional context that I'll add in because everyone didn't see long clips or know enough about them clearly Mm -hmm. um but in the clip they were basically talking about how and let me make sure i get the names right because i be kadeen um her sex drive has decreased in their marriage Mm -hmm. and how he is not sure essentially if he would have agreed to a monog, well, to be married in a monogamous relationship, right? Um, had he known that it was going to be like this, correct? In regards to the sex life, the se- yes, yes, yes. Um, and so that was the that short part of the uh, podcast is what kind of went Caught viral. The yeah, most. for yeah. sure. Yeah. So I saw the clip and I was like, oh, geez, like <laughs> the way he. I felt like for them to be married so long, mm-hmm. it felt cold the way he spoke about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she's your wife. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, and the whole thought of like forcing mo- monogamy on someone. Yeah, he claimed um, he was forced. He was forced. Yeah, and I don't listen to their podcast. Mm-hmm. In that extended clip I saw, um, I don't believe he was forced. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think there's a like. She didn't make him marry her. Mm-hmm. She definitely made her desires clear with a, we we either on the same page or we're not. Right. And out of him maybe not wanting to lose her, he did something that maybe he wasn't sure about. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, don't you gotta have to take, for one, you need to take some accountability there because you could have said, I love you, but I, I, I can't. I want to stay with you, but I'm not ready. Right. And see how she felt. Right, right, right. So... And, and just to add some additional context for their relationship and what I have learned from seeing them on Black Love, he okay. was a athlete in college. Oh, so he... Uh, and she moved to the city where he was in school to allow him to figure out his professional... What he wanted to be his professional sports career. Hmm. Um, and... After living together is when she was like, well, what are we doing? Essentially. And because her feeling was, I done moved out here. I'm living with you, blah, blah. But if we are not on the pathway to marriage, 
she would pull back and would not be living together. She didn't comfortable. She didn't feel comfortable continuing to live together if that's not the pathway they were on. I, okay. And so he claims that her voicing that was, was like forcing, forcing marriage upon him. I don't now. See that. Of course, we don't know the tone in which she said it. We don't know how she brought this message across. We're only going off of how they retell the story. But even if she said it with force, mm-hmm. it ain't forcing them. Right. Well, I mean... Even if she however, gave him an ultimatum, mm-hmm. it's still... If he really, truly wasn't ready, you could say, I don't appreciate the ultimatum, mm-hmm. and I can't move forward under the circumstances like this. Yeah, that's true. Because I get it. Who would want to get an ultimatum? Like, yeah. no one really would. Right. And you could be like, you know what? I don't like that. Yeah. And I can't move forward if this is how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I still feel like even if she was, even if she was forceful with it, mm-hmm. she still ain't forceful. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I watched an extended part of the podcast i did not go back and listen to the whole podcast because i feel like i got enough from the 10 minutes or so that i watched right um she even admitted that she and i think a lot of times you're pushed to see life as you go to high school you go to college you graduate college you get a job you get married you have kids like that's the process that we're taught and so since they were at the after college portion I can completely understand her as I think they were like 24 as her being like, all right, we together, we're living together. What's supposed to happen next is marriage. I can completely understand that perspective. Oh, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I I saw that part where she spoke of in my mind, this is just what you do. This is society. And her even being honest and saying that maybe it was too early. Right. This is the society. This is what is pushed on the proper order of life. Right. I totally understand that. Yeah. And I think pretty much every adult could to understand that sort of desire or you feel like that's a desire. Mm-hmm. But I guess my thought is, and this will lead us to what we're talking about, yeah. what, what bothered me, like I said, it was not only kind of cold, I felt like the way he said it, but it was like, Certain things do change in a marriage. And if mm-hmm. you can't find, I guess, a way to grow together or grow through the problems, what do you do? Because mm-hmm. my thing is, she's not, I don't know how this conversation continues, but from my understanding, she's not looking for an open marriage. I right. wouldn't, I didn't get that energy. Right. Because then that would just solve whatever he complained about. Right. So it's, it's like, what now? It seems like, from her perspective, her sex drive has changed. She's had three kids. She's older. Her drive has changed, period. Correct. Um, and it seems as if the amount that he wants to have sex is, it, it makes her feel like it's a chore or that, you know, it's not something that just happens because they are into one another. It's something that is like, She feels oh, obligated I gotta, to do, like, yeah. let me go ahead. Right, right. And so he made it seem like, this is why they should be in an open relationship because the sex drives don't match at this point in time. Which I have a problem with people seeking open relationships because of what their relationships lack. I don't think that's the proper way to go about it um, because I think you can create that same lack in the additional relationship. Um, because even let's say they decide to be open, they get 
or he gets a girlfriend, Correct. depending on how they structure their open relationship. This is completely hypothetical. But let's say, you know, they he picks a, a girlfriend and that's the person. It's not like he's just with whoever. And she gets older and her sex drive changes. Then what? You just, like, are you just going to keep adding women to the gang? Like, what is... But seriously, no, if that's your solution to changing desire, you just adding... People. Holes. <laughs> you just add more Not and holes, more. y'all. I mean holes. Holes, like digging, digging up holes. Digging up holes. Right. right. <laughs> it's the hell in there. I mean, I hear digging <laughs> up my holes. Digging. That's what I meant. <laughs> but, and so that's why I don't think just getting into an open relationship because of unmatched sexual desires at this point in time in their relationship is the answer or the solution. And so it brings us to what we kind of drifted into. It's just thought of what I see a lot from heterosexual men. What Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot is such a desire for an open relationship or some sort of poly relationship Mm -hmm. because of sex, Mm -hmm. because of the frequency they want to have sex or the desire to have variety of partners. I see such a emphasis on that. Mm -hmm. When and I don't, I am not into that. Mm-hmm. However, I do know it's more than about just the sex part, right? And I feel like a lot of, and obviously not all, but what I see a lot is men just harp onto that mm-hmm. and say, "Well, I'm interested in the sex part of like being able to sleep with who I want mm-hmm. or to have multiple partners, mm-hmm. but still have you. Mm-hmm. We could totally be open." Right. And then it, but then when you get into defining what that means and when the woman, when you get into like who does what, when the woman, when there's a discussion of a woman having the same opportunities, mm-hmm. a lot of those same heterosexual men re- respond with a no, never, like nah. Yeah. So it's like you just want to do whatever you want. But you don't want your partner to do whatever. But she want. can't do anything and she yeah. needs to just be devoted to you and whatever. Yeah. But you basically, in your mind, an open or a poly relationship is you doing whatever you want right. and your partner dealing with it and accepting it. And I'm right. like, that's not always how it works. Right. That's not a good mindset I feel like to go into. Mm-hmm that type of relationship if you're truly serious about it. Yeah. And so what we're talking about today is sort of those, like, misconceptions. Right. And so one of the first things that really bothered me, again, I did not see, I did not listen to the whole podcast, but one thing that really bothered me is that he kept saying that he was forced into monogamy. He should have, what he, his argument was really, whether or not it was right, his argument was that he was forced into marriage. Because he had agreed to be monogamous with her before this ultimatum came to be. They were in a monogamous relationship. It just was not, you know, they weren't engaged or married. But they right, were monogamous. True. So he was not forced into monogamy. You were fine. He had already chosen and you agreed were fine to with just monogamy. being with her and having sex with her and having a romantic relationship with her. Right. That is a very good point. But you were always saying, okay. He was always monogamous and always Correct. okay with monogamy. So, so even when y'all were boyfriend and girlfriend, right. you weren't complaining about it. Nope. Exactly. And so that's why I'm mm. like, his argument was that he was forced into marriage, not mm. monogamy. He brought monogamy up in because he really wants an open relationship for the wrong reasons, mm. no less. But that wasn't actually his argument. He don't even know how to argue his argument right. But that's, you know, that's... whatever. But one of the popular misconceptions is that people that 
are okay with open relationships don't desire commitment. She could have been perfectly fine with them being in an open relationship and still at that very moment wanting marriage. You can still be married and be in an open relationship. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, his like what he was saying don't even add up because the misconception is that people that are open just want to be with whoever and do whatever. There are still boundaries. And people can still want commitment. Mm -hmm. And they still may want a certain order to how you go about things. And I don't think that everyone understands that. But open relationships don't just mean free-for-all for everybody. For some, that may be the constraints that they agree to. But for plenty... It's there not. are still There's boundaries, still rules. constraints, still and communication that's required. Rules and regulations that yeah. yeah, that people think that when you're in a non-monogamous relationship that there's no sort of structure. Right. That there's no sort of care and consideration of how you operate. It's right. just whatever, whenever. That's not how it works. Honestly, that's probably the opposite. It's, it's probably less of whatever, whenever, because you know that you're in a non-traditional situation that you probably will have to explain to so many people. There are probably more boundaries and rules than in a traditional relationship. So let's, you know, put that out there. Secondly, I feel like people also don't understand that open relationships come with the same struggles as regular relationships. You still grow, you still change, mm-hmm. sex drives still change, and that don't necessarily mean that that can bring a conversation about the structure of your relationship, but that does not default to meaning, oh, we gotta bring somebody else. Like that's just not how it works. You talk through and you work through what you're going through. Again, to bring up Black Love, not this week's episode because that was a two-hour special on COVID families, which it can be triggering if. You're sensitive to that. But the episode before this past week, it was called Stand By Me. I think that was a good, a very beautiful example of standing by one another through life struggles that you cannot, you know, for like you can't know that they are going to come, but you are standing by this person because you committed to them. And you understand that what life throws at you ain't always going to be what you prepared for, Very but true. that you committed to this person, you committed to working through it with them regardless, because uh, I'm pretty sure that's what most of y'all be saying in y'all vows, but, you know, whatevs. So, I think he just, in their conversation, he triggered um, a lot of the misconceptions of what open relationships are, and later on in the podcast, he did say that, like, he didn't realize... How, why the reasons why her sex drive is changing, why she realizes, why she feels like sex is a chore. He said he didn't know all of those things. My thing is, then why not have a conversation about, you know that y'all sex drive has not been matching one another for a while because he's talked about it on previous podcasts. So why not have why that not conversation? Why not ever take the effort of like, all right, well, let's really why get down to Why just jump to, to the, we're not supposed to be monogamous. Like, right. have a conversation. Conversations really, are still going to be right. required. Why not really explore what is impacting her to make her feel this way. Yeah. What, how do you guys figure out a plan where you feel like you're getting more sexual satisfaction and she doesn't feel like it's a chore? There's mm-hmm. some, like, there's somewhat of a compromise that needs to be made. Yeah. Or, because, like, how do you continue the relationship? Right. Or you just keep having the same um, conversation over and over again, but, mm-hmm. like, wouldn't that get old if you don't get to no resolve? Yeah, yeah. Agreed, yeah. Um, and then the next misconception is that people don't become, they don't 
decide to have open relationships because their current sex life is unsatisfying. That's not the reason why you decide to go that path. Um, because, like we just mentioned, it's a lot of work. So I would imagine that it's not just like, oh, I'm not getting enough. Let me just do this. Like, it's not this whole big... I, I think it's a bigger... It's more serious than a lot of people think it is. Yeah. And... Again, you don't just get into an open relationship because your current relationship is lacking something. You should, I would think, want a strong foundation if Before you're going to be you adding others off to it. Yeah, to that sort of you're going to be building on top of a weak foundation. Y'all all going to crumble. <laughs> I'm like, what would you expect? Especially he got three kids with this woman. Like, I would imagine you want this to stay strong. Even if y'all do get a divorce, this is still, uh, y'all still going to be co-parenting. It still has to be strong communication regardless. And so it just really surprised me that they had not had this conversation for her, him to realize why her sex like, drive had decreased up until yeah, this point. Yeah, that is interesting. I thought that was interesting as well, especially, right. I don't know, I guess I just thought it was also interesting because like, she's had three children. So the fact that like, you've never had... I don't know conversations about how her body, about her changed. body, but that's what I'm like outside. It's like three children. It was like kind of was like so. Y'all never talked about how she feels after pregnancy or how her body feels mm-hmm. or. And I get it because he was like saying that. that those are things that people don't prepare you for when talking about marriage, and I understand that perspective because I do think that we romanticize marriage so much and don't talk about how hard it is. However, I do think. One, especially like with postpartum, I think we are starting to talk about those things more often. But I would just hope that you would be in tune enough with your partner to understand that her body changes, she's not comfortable with it. Because she had, and mind you, I do not follow either one of them, but I have heard her talk about how her body changed after pregnancy. So if I, not a fan, not someone that seeks their videos out, have heard that, then how he did he not? Correct. Your partner that sleeps next to you every night. But How did he not he- hear that she was uncomfortable with the ways that her body has changed since the babies? Mm-hmm. How did I know that? And I'm not a fan. I barely remember her name. Like, and he didn't catch that. But they have talked about, because again, they want to be actors. He is. He has no problem holding her accountable for her wanting her body to be different for what she feels like needs to be um, her body to be a successful actress. He has no problem holding her to task to be like, you said you wanted this, you gotta go to the gym. But he doesn't understand how her body got to where it is. And I feel like if I need, if I want somebody to motivate me to work out, I need them to understand my body's limitations too. I need them to understand, you know, I done pushed out three of these big head babies of yours. <laughs> and I need you to understand you know, why I feel the way I feel about my body. And so, yes, I need the motivation of you pushing me to get there, but also be kind to me and understand the gifts that my body has bore for you. There's a, (laughs) there's not just me sitting around, like there's some heavy things. Right. And child, and women being pregnant does so much to a woman's body. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, pregnancy and childbirth, we know people have lost their lives. It's Mm -hmm. a lot more serious that I think people, and that's men and women, at times think about it. And I think for me, like, I knew pregnancy was a thing. This is a side note. Of course I knew it was a lot, but I've never been pregnant for one. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I didn't see pregnancy 
up close, up close. Mm-hmm. But seeing up close, like it, it really is, and it can get it really, um, dicey. it can get from okay to bad, life threatening very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so to do that three times, <laughs> right. literally to take a risk three times, right? Um, right. That's a lot. And I, I think. Again, with them being relatively young, I think it's okay to admit we didn't know what we were signing up for. We just thought we was doing what we were supposed to do. I think it's okay to admit that. But I think within admitting that, also communicate, this is what I expected it to be in this area. Right. For them specifically, sex life. Right. And I would like us to talk about how we can get closer to that. Correct. Or talk about why we're not there. Correct, because I'm like, at a certain point, you just complain about it, like that's because that's all he's been doing is complaining about it. Because I think that certainly ain't gonna to me. And that don't motivate me to want to do it. That like, you, I don't. If her sex drive is lower, she's feeling different about her body, and it's it's different now. You complaining about it and making me feel like a bad wife that forced you to marry me mm-hmm. certainly doesn't make my faucet leaky. <laughs> right. I mean, right. I would not be more turned on mm-hmm. or when you come up to me and you want to, it would now feel like, well, Lord, if I don't, he'll be compliant. Like right. it won't, it won't feel on the podcast. That's <laughs> right. Like, yeah. it, you know what I mean? It wouldn't yeah. feel good. So I'm yeah. just like, yeah, but I just, once again, I think sometimes men and, and obviously not all, there's just such a focus on the sex for the reason. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, you know, people who are in poly, amorous relationships, over relationships, it's more than sex for them. Mm-hmm. It's not just me having another girlfriend or another partner. It's, it's not just the sex. And I think that gets missed all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I know, like, some men don't like generalizations, but a lot of behavior that I think a lot of, and this is what I'm saying, I'll say heterosexual, mm-hmm. a lot of women will say, like, that's the energy that men give off. Like, mm-hmm. they would literally... Fuck a potato. I mean, they are. I mean, maybe not a potato, but like they will literally run through anyone. Cause and that's why we be hyped when we see a woman with two husbands. It's like, yeah, yeah! <laughs> we do because it's like that's right. Because you don't see it a lot. You really don't see yeah. it a lot. You see it with a man with two girlfriends or three mm-hmm. wives, like the show on TLC, sister wives. You don't mm-hmm. never see brother, uh, husband. brother husbands. Where they right? at? <laughs> you don't never see that reverse. It's yeah. always, or even a lot of times when people talk about threesomes, and I'm talking in the cis, cis you know, cis heterosexual world. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when they're talking about threesomes, it's, it's automatically a dude and mm-hmm. two girls. Mm-hmm. And and if you ask a, a lot of guys, be like, yeah, I do threesome. And then you mention, well, I want a dude. And it totally changes. Yeah. Never. Like, Wait a minute. Stop. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Someone I know who's interested in open relationships. Um, she always talks about like guys love it when they hear that. Mm-hmm. But when they get into the, when she gets into the detail of basically whatever you're allowed to do, I'm allowed to do, i.e. be with other people, they completely shut down. Mm-hmm. Especially can, if you want to be with other men. They don't not, care if you want to be with other women. Most men like that too. They, <laughs> they want to watch. It's not yeah. a big deal. Yeah. But bringing a man, then it becomes this, nope, never, yeah. You know, I'm not comfortable with that. And mm-hmm. it's like, on one hand, for some of those guys, I wonder, like, now, why the, why can't you, why can't you, but she can't? Right. What, in what world is that fair? Right. Right. What if she want variety, too? <laughs> right. What if you ain't doing her enough? Mm. But I'm just saying, like, even with that show, what if, 
at a certain point, it was flipped. How would he respond to her saying something like that? I feel like his response would be that he can compensate for the lack that she was feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't think he... I don't think he would ever think that she would want someone else. Like, I would love to actually do that. Like, if a, if a your girlfriend, your wife was like, you know what, we're not having enough sex. Mm-hmm. I need more. I just don't. Like, it's not enough. Would the guy's natural thought be, well, let me bang her more? Yep. That's all. That's what it would be. I I guarantee you the majority would just be like, oh, I'll just do it more. I'll just do it more. They would never think that, oh, they would want someone else. Like, no. That's so interesting. Yeah. They just all think their dicks is the bomb. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, fellas. Uh-uh. It's like, like, I don't know. So what are some other common misconceptions you hear about with open relationships? I don't be knowing. I thought you had more stuff. I mean, I do, but I... Okay. <laughs> Girl, I will be knowing. Like, you know, I... Well, you know the misconceptions. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't feel like I'm well-versed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like, if anything... Since we are not people in open relationships, we would be more versed in the misconceptions because the people around us talk about the misconceptions more than what's actually the case. But I follow you. I follow you. <laughs> um, I guess I would say I don't. I feel like I don't know enough people mm-hmm. who participate in it mm-hmm. to even get. Okay, now I'm confused. Okay, so I'm just going back to the list. Thank you. In these articles. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Um, so another common misconception is, um, let's see, that they don't, people in open relationships don't know what they want. When in actuality, they can be very clear on what they want. They may not just be experimenting. They could just be like, no, I want two husbands, period. That is so interesting to me. Because <laughs> I'm just not a person that I don't think I could do it. I don't feel like I could handle my mate being with someone else and mm-hmm. not feel, I guess, not feel insecure, not feel Well, that's also another weird. Incons- another misconception that people in open relationships don't feel insecure or don't feel jealous of one another. That still happens. I know, but I guess my thought is, I guess you're right. And I guess to that I say knowing who you are and mm-hmm. knowing your level of like you get jealous or you can feel because like we all have our own insecurities so outside of our normal just mm-hmm. these relationship ones I feel like to me if you would feel insecure then part of me is like why would you put yourself in that space to be in an open relationship where you're kind of welcoming that in the sense of you know it's a possibility you could be insecure hearing or mm-hmm. knowing that that's happening and so for me I feel like that could happen, so I'm like, I don't want to go there. Like, no. Well, I think some people are willing to face their insecurity. They may be honest and be like, hmm, okay, you know, we're in an open relationship, but I saw the way you grabbed her hand made me feel a little bit insecure. And they're willing, yeah, they're willing to sit with it and be honest with their partner and open with it of like, I'm not saying that you can't do that, but let's have a conversation about why that holding the hand thing bothered me that no was ma'am. just an example no ma'am no ma'am <laughs> that was just an example but i i'm gonna say you be with her then <laughs> and you and me are done <laughs> i'm not sitting with it i'm not i want to have a conversation mm-hmm. screw you mm-hmm. but I'm i think those same that. conversations are conversations that have to happen in monogamous relationships 
you could have. Uh, I mean, we done been with mixy and flirty men. Girl, and, that's the worst. And that's they true. can flirt with a waiter or something, and it make you uncomfortable and trigger insecurity. And regardless, the right thing to do would be, hey, that kind of made me feel hey, insecure. I'm not saying that you can't. <laughs> I'm not saying that. that you can't do it. No, but let's have a no, conversation no, about why that made you. No, 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 no. no. I don't know who you... Oh, you speak for yourself. No, 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 no. Because that's not... I don't like you that. You saying we stop not have the conversation. They got to stop I don't it. like it. Stop it. Mm-hmm. It ain't no... It's making me uncomfortable. I mean, you still do you. It's cut it out. But no, my thing is... <laughs> you're not necessarily telling them to stop, but maybe in the conversation with them understanding They'll why finally, it's drunk, they may right, decide not to right. do it. In my experience, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe they weren't responsive. Um, they were not. They weren't willing to be responsive. And I don't. You know something, y'all? For real, I don't. Literally, I don't want to date someone mixy again. And granted, I'm much. I'm in much more of a secure place. So mm-hmm. I actually don't even think I would be. Um, I hate to always word triggered, but I don't think I would be. I really don't even think I would be as triggered because, mm-hmm. like, that shit doesn't bother me the way it used to. I am much more secure. So you can myself. take a mixy. No, I still think I just, I just, after my last experience, even though I feel better, it's like, I actually don't want to test that part out. You know, like, my okay. therapist would be like, you know, part of it is really, you have life Putting experiences, yeah, and you know, you test it and making sure that muscle is strong. I don't really want to test it. Okay. I actually just want to feel like it's strong and just leave it alone. Okay. And I just feel like. Because, I don't know, some of them damn mixy niggas. But you know what's funny? I'm always attracted to them. Like, super mm-hmm. charismatic guys. Like, mm-hmm. life. I've always been, like, super attracted to mm-hmm. the chatty dudes who know everyone. Right. Every freaking time you go somewhere, hey, how you doing? And you just be standing there like, so you know someone here, too. We in a whole nother state. Oh, 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 you know someone? Oh, okay. But that was my point, is that those conversations may need to happen in open and or monogamous relationships. So. That's not something that's exclusive to... Right, but I just want you to stop. So the way, the conversation you frame it, no, that's not the conversation <laughs> That's not the way you have it. Uh-uh. Okay. Stop it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> another... That sounds so toxic. Another toxic. <laughs> alleged... Because I ain't never heard this one before. Another alleged misconception about open relationships is that they hit on their friends. And they're willing to have their friends join in on their sexual experience. Now, what I've seen, the bit that I've seen, that was sometimes part of the rules of not Mm -hmm. going after each other's friend circles. Mm -hmm. Like, go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Leave these spaces alone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Especially since you're around those people, you have certain relationships with them, friendships, Mm -hmm. game nights, whatever. It's like, just to keep it clear, like, Mm -hmm. not... Mm-hmm. going down that path right could you do that like if you ever agreed to an open relationship could Smash you be friends? could you be comfortable if your partner was wanted to like i hate to say solicit but go after someone in your friend group or associate oh yeah no not in my friends right. there are too many people in this world <laughs> right so I, would think so. <laughs> I would think so i totally agree i feel like you can go somewhere else now please you can you that's not the but I under—I think I understand where they were coming from with this misconception is that I think a lot of non-hetero people 
do be smashing up in friend groups. Mm, <laughs> um, mm. So I can see it being a misconception in open relationships among non-hetero people because mm-hmm. I do think that's a relatively common practice. Um, and so that just may not be something that we have been faced with because... She ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we're I mean, mostly hetero. <laughs> she's not doing that. Um, but yeah, I think... I think maybe that's where that misconception is from, is that you just are adding your friends, which, I like you said, I think that would just complicate it too much. Like, because now we mixing friends, multiple friends, into the lover, and... That's already can be messy, taking a friend to a lover, when you're just doing the one, and then offering, having others in the mix. It just sound like a, some sort of reality show. <laughs> some sort of true life documentary. <laughs> I wish they would bring True Life back. I used mm-hmm. to love MTV. Oh, MTV, side note, I'm, I'm going on a tangent. Oh, MTV used to be solid. Current mm-hmm. day MTV is such trash. I don't even know enough of the I don't shows even that come know. on MTV. I don't think nothing really comes on. Mm-hmm. Like, I just remember back in the day, there was such a mix of shows around music, and then obviously there are different, you know, TV shows mm-hmm. and programming. It just felt, just felt fuller then. <laughs> Moving on. Um, another misconception is that people in open relationships are sex addicts, which again may not be true. I I've seen on like you know TV shows and stuff some people that are asexual in open relationships. So I mean clearly not necessarily a sex addict. Yeah. Um, but they are comfortable with the open relationship because open relationships sometimes ain't about the sex. It's about the relationship part of it. Correct. Sometimes it is heavy on the sex part. But, you know, it's just different for everyone. And regardless, that doesn't mean that they're a sex addict because they can have sex just as much as they did if they were in a monogamous relationship. It just may be with multiple people. It doesn't necessarily increase um, the the frequency with which you have sex because you still got work. You still got potentially kids. Like, you still have all those other things. You're not just sitting around all day banging. Right. Even if you want to. Right. I just, ooh, I couldn't do it. Ugh. Um, But that's all the misconceptions we have on our list, unless you can think of anything else. I don't know. I just, I just think, I just think, at least for a lot of um, men, when I say this, I think when you consider that, you need to be able to, be able to handle your partner having the same liberties. Because I just mm-hmm. think there's a narrative of... And maybe there are relationships set up like that. There could be. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I definitely I'm think sure there, there are open relationships where the one partner is completely fine with them not being with other people. Yeah. Um, But I just don't think you should expect that. I mm-hmm. think if it turned out that way, I think you should just be prepared for, that for your partner to um be open. And if they're not, they're not. But I just mm-hmm. don't like the this sort of narrative that, like, the woman's supposed to sit there and, and, and just cater to you while you are just dipping. <laughs> just dipping. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, once again, I will hear men talk about, they're not, they're not talking about love, they're not talking about wanting another relationship or more care or more mm-hmm. warmth. It's just about dipping it. <laughs> right. I did a thrusting motion mm-hmm. when I said it. So you can imagine that. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't do it, y'all. I'm not emotionally mature enough. I want to be in a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. And if the dude don't want to be in a monogamous relationship, 
walk away from me immediately. Okay? Or just be willing to understand that that's part of your life that may not be fulfilled. No, I actually want you to... Because I just feel like... I don't want you to resent me 10 years in the game, baby. <laughs> so you need to just go on and find what you don't, don't. Don't be like, well, it's okay. Is it? Because <laughs> I'll need you being angry eight years later because you couldn't, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't need you pulling one of him <laughs> on me later. So it's like, no, walk mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to be up under me and just me mm-hmm. and don't ever get tired of it, call me. Okay. If you feel like you're going to change your mind, stay where you at. Okay. Although, you know, I definitely feel like I need to look. I just, I always be having some such questions about when you have two partners of like, how do you split your time? How do you manage? I feel like people suck the life out of you. So I just can't imagine mm-hmm. two of the monkeys doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I'm you know. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I know it works. I know you can make it work, but I'm just mm-hmm. always like, God, maintaining one person is already just like... And that's why some, they don't want the relationship part. They just want they just to want a little, they have, have sex little with whoever they want to have sex with, or even if it's a regular person, it's still not a relationship. And that's fine with some people. And then others, it's like, we bring them in as part of our life. They live with us, all of those things. They really build them as part of their foundation. Because there's a plus influencer who just came mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. with her two. Because she has a husband and then a, they have a yeah, boyfriend. Yeah. A husband and a boyfriend. And when I saw it, I definitely was like, okay. Because mm-hmm. you just don't see it. Like, mm-hmm. you just don't see that a lot and like yeah. looking at her comments i'm like you see you can see all the men are like man that's crazy because you just it's calling them gay right where it's like you know again everyone's open relationship is structured differently but they did not say that they were interacting with one another no they didn't that's... and <clears throat> i thought they weren't i thought mm-hmm. it was just right she said this is my husband this she is said, this, this is my boyfriend you know right. what i mean so i'm like i never took it as they were all together, it's right. they both have a, re- a romantic relationship with her, and they are on the same page, and they're fine that. with it, and they have their right. boundaries and standards. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess it's like, do they have separate date nights? I have seen like poly people on Instagram. It's like, yeah, sometimes we all go out on dates together. Sometimes, and sometimes people have solo time. Mm-hmm. Such interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I can like someone enough to... I typically can't even like two at the same time. <laughs> that much where I would want to be with both, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. In my life thus far, there's always been someone I like more. Mm-hmm. But who knows, y'all? Yeah. And that could just be the hierarchy of your relationship, which is some people may be fine with that. See, but I would hate being number two. That would just... Mm-hmm. I just... That's on the number two to work If on. I ain't the head, the head hoe in the house... The head, the head, I ain't the head bitch in charge. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, I couldn't do it either way. It couldn't matter. I could be number one. I still be like, you need to get rid of number two. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm not comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's okay. This is what I say. If you have a specific desire, seek those who meet you who are in that space. I mm-hmm. think people mess up when they start mixing and mingling the two types of desires are different. You know what I mean? Like, I think ultimately, no matter what, however you want a relationship, partnership with someone or mm-hmm. somebody's, 
It's all about communication. Yeah, and and communicating what you're desiring, communicating mm-hmm. your limits. Period. Whether you want a monogamous relationship or open or polyamorous, I think the basis of any successful um, relationship in any one of those forms mm-hmm. is communication. Even down to casual ones, it's still just communication. And. Of, you know, being honest with yourself correct, about what you want and what you can actually go without that. You don't feel like you're settling. Correct. Cause some people are open to open relationships, but they don't need open relationships. You know what I mean? Mm. But be honest with yourself and say, you know, if you're 70 years old and you never got to be in an open relationship, will you have regret regretted it? So I think be honest with yourself about what you want. And be honest with whoever you dealing with on on whatever level about what you want and where you would like to go. So, I'm looking for one shalom, guys. <laughs> one faithful monogamous shalom. Mo- monogamous shalom. Well, for some other details, DM and I'll tell you the whole thing. But okay, DM her right now. <laughs> <laughs> right this moment right now Don't take any more time slide into her dms start right the now. application process today i mean it's about to be cuddle season i don't know how it works in the pandemic COVID cuddles. I, I mean i don't know what that means put your application now if you use code shanae 2020 you'll get 30 percent off the application fee uh, i thought you was about to say off the first date Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> off the application fee. Oh, 30% off of the first date. No. 30% off the application fee. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay, so. Well, get to sliding, guys. That's Sinead Code 2020. <laughs> All caps. Remember to keep up with us on social media throughout the week. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you ever have topic suggestions, anonymous questions, or, you know, if you want to slide in Sinead's DM from our email... You can email us at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.